three beers too. Beers to Buffalo. What's up, guys? How you been? Just hey, great. Up, yeah, we're we're good over here. Yeah, the weather's turning. Things are looking up. Things are looking up. All right, man. I love it. Uh, how was the draft? How do you guys feel about the Buffalo Bills draft this year? I liked it. Yeah, me yeah, too. <laughs> you you were pro for what your team has, has picked. Yeah. With what Weird. I like like every other year. Yeah. Yeah. Has the team ever had a draft and like we suck? As this a was a bad fan, draft. There are years that uh, Splish and I have talked about this where we're used to, especially during the first round, them announcing the Bills' first round pick and all the like talking head commentators looking at each other and being like, "Wait, what?" Uh, yeah. Manual. When people are like, yeah, he's a fifth-round prospect, and we took him at, like, 13th overall in the first. Or Aaron Maben, who, like, weighed 203 pounds, and we drafted as a defensive end. Uh, and it just shocked everybody. <laughs> and sure, there's always the argument, like, oh, Mel Kuyper doesn't know what he's talking about. He was wrong on all these different people. But when everybody's like, who the fuck is that guy that the Bills just drafted? Uh, it's not a good look. Fortunately, yeah, ever since Brandon Bean took over, we haven't had that problem. Yeah, it's nice uh, not having to justify. You always play these like mental games, like justifying picks to your own self. You know, you're like, well, well, I mean, yeah, the talking heads think JP Losman's a fifth rounder, but not fill in the blank, like revolving door of coaches. And (laughs) yeah, Yeah, we'll, we'll show them that we were the smart ones when we traded a future first round pick to move up to draft him after like Eli Manning, Phillip Rivers, and Ben Roethlisberger had also been drafted. <laughs> and then it snowballs into convincing yourself that, like, zero preseason points, that's not a big deal. They're just trying different <laughs> schemes. Like, they're, yeah. they're, they're not, they don't want to show their hand. Oh, that, the, the term for that is vanilla. It's a vanilla yeah, offense. So, yeah. <laughs> it's a vanilla they're, offense. They're running so. vanilla schemes. That's yeah, why we can't pick up three yards on first down. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. What are you guys drinking today? What's your beer choice for uh, our beers to Buffalo episode? I would grab a Whole Foods earlier. The Iron Fist Brewing Company Renegade Blonde. It's a Kolsch style ale. Yeah. What's uh, what's the uh, alcohol in that uh, that bad boy? Five point two. Ooh, that's nice. I've got a uh, Duck Foot Duck Foot Brewery. It's called a Goofy Regular Hazy IPA. Um, Really tasty. 7.4%. Important to note, it's a tall boy uh, can. So that's a a tall can uh, for those not in the know. And it's one of the artsy, you know, it's got like art on it. Uh, However, it's got an unknowable amount of uh, IBUs. Unknowable. I put it somewhere in the 70s or 70s. Just based on experience and... uh, uh, the refined else. palate that he has. The refined yeah, palate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm more drinking... than a seltzer, less than a you know, more than uh, eating a hop or eating, whatever the most eating a straight <laughs> hop, which is yeah. 100. <laughs> it's got a lip or a cascade hops. Uh, <laughs> God, gross. So I'm drinking a Mind Haze IPA. It's a Firestone Walker Brewing Company. I've never heard of them before, but uh, super delicious, man. I don't even know where the IBUs and oh six uh six point two percent. I don't. I, I don't feel know. like there's been a recent trend for the hazy IPAs. I, 
oh. feel like I'm seeing them a lot more recently, you know? Yeah, I don't know what it is about the flavor, or maybe it's just not as uh, bitter or something, but I really, really enjoy the hazy IPA. Or it's like a political commentary on disillusionment with the current, uh, you know, social system. Oh, getting deep on beers to Buffalo here. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> hazy IPA and hazy pale ale, too. I think you can hazy anything. You guys. Just, so just take out a filter step. Or that's whatever. it. Yeah, drink it unfiltered, man. So just like my cigarettes, that's how I that's how I take them. So crack your beers. Let's drink up. Do you guys put much stock? Fab, we'll talk to you first. Do, we, do you put much stock into draft grades? Do you care? I feel as though most of the draft grades are just, you know, especially the ones that come out immediately after the draft are just to grab headlines. And you have to have a winner and loser, right? But you can't really grade a draft until at least three years later because you don't know who's going to have worked out and who will not have worked out. Like we said earlier with the Bills, a lot of times that there was a lot of skepticism immediately about their draft choices, and rightfully so. The next three years just went on to justify that skepticism. Yep. For instance, like this year, everyone's crushing Green Bay because they took Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers needs receivers and they didn't get him a single receiver and they took like defensive players and A.J. Dillon for Boston College who nobody was expecting to be drafted until like the fifth round. But if Love turns into the next Aaron Rodgers, then it's a great pick, you know? That's, I mean, that's true. But we're not going to know that for at least three years because he's not going to see the field anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah, I, Splish, concerning draft grades and and that jazz, I, I feel like I've looked at a lot of the Bills draft grades because I'm bored. I have nothing else to do right now. But I saw a very positive uh, draft grades, you know, overall for the Bills talking heads, even without their first-round pick being gone. And you have to factor that in, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I think the Bills definitely had a level performance in the draft. And I think – the draft grades, grades, you know, to Fab's point, it's, uh, uh, you know, you don't know for sure three years later, but it's a good sort of relative discussion point. You know, I, I'd say, like, you can only look at these draft grades in this year relative to the other teams. Like, what was everybody else doing? You know, was everyone crushing wide receivers? That's a great whatever. But, but, you know, like, based, compared to the Packers, how did the Bills and the Cowboys or, or whatever do? Um, so, I, I, you know people got to write about something and it's, it's definitely a good like standard way to, to start a conversation, you know, and say like this team did pretty good. This other team did whatever you gotta have some way to do it. So why not throw a grade out, you know, a, yeah. a minus, but, but I generally am pretty happy with the team. Like uh, we talked about before, I think our front office has a plan and is, and is actually more importantly sticking to that plan. Uh, they kind of have a year round, um, scouting operation going we're always seeing you know buffalo sports news articles about prospects throughout the year so it's nice you know those guys do their homework and there's definitely a method uh which is which is nice to see i i love the aaron Rodgers talk and for a team that got so close in albeit the nfc to not add any weapons i feel like the bills did the opposite they went out and got themselves major weapons to when they were going from contention to to taking that next step and you see a green bay Aaron rogers where they're planning for the future which is a strange time but we again we don't know if uh, how the future will play out in three years we'll find out another thing i wanted to add really quick is the fifth year option a good qualifier for if a team is drafted well uh if they d- decline fifth year options or pick them up is i think that's kind of a good metric for the first round at least right yeah, I think it's a good baseline because it's the team at that point. They know who that player is. They've had them because 
well, starting now, you have to pick it up after the third year. Yeah, so that's when the draft grades would make sense. The ones that aren't getting picked up now or after the fourth, it is a good metric because it's like this team knows who that player is. They had him in practice. They see how he operates in the offseason, whether or not they stay in shape and study or if they're, you know, showing up at training camp 20 pounds overweight and blaming it on their wife getting pregnant. Shout out to Carlos Williams. Uh, oh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, that's the first chance that the team gets to endorse that player and be like, we still want him on the team. And sometimes they'll decline it and that player will then have a huge year because uh, it's essentially a contract year to try to prove him wrong. But yeah, yeah. when the team like, yes, we want to take this guy because the fifth year option is not cheap anymore either. No, it's not. It's the average of like what the top 20 at that position, I think. So yeah, especially, I think for, especially for a quarterback that's, you know, they're, no longer on that five or six million dollar rookie deal you're going to be paying them 20 million dollars you're paying them like a top player in the league so if you accept it you would assume that's because the team thinks they are a top player yeah yeah i i agree and also i think it's important it it's the draft and also the ability for the team to develop you know the said drafty you know and if if they're picking up fifth year options i think that speaks to both of those you know they know or they knew who they were getting and they knew how to develop and how to fit in system all that stuff kind of it, it's sort of a lot of things it's interesting it's you know fifth year option a lot of times a lot of things change on teams you know coordinators and coaches and front offices all that stuff but yeah but yeah yeah, it's uh, yeah, definitely intense i think that's a good uh, a good point for us if we have a fifth year option i think it's this time every year that's when you should go back three years and just evaluate the whole draft class. You know, if you want to give out legitimate grades, that's probably the time to do it. Um, all right. So you guys, we had uh, pick two. We had a uh, wait. We had one pick in the second, one pick in the third, one pick in the fourth, one pick in the fifth, two in the sixth, one in the seventh. Correct. Uh, favorite pick, Fab. Favorite uh, favorite person. And if you say Jake Fromm, I, I might be upset. I'm not sure. No, I'm going to bypass that as well as the obvious uh, one that the draft and it, uh, gurus loved because they're all about value so they just want you to pick whoever the top ranked guy is and when you can get a guy who was ranked in the second round in the fourth round that's just you know incredible value whether or not that guy turns out to be a career backup I gotta bypass the obvious second round pick and go with the third round pick Zach Moss out of Utah yeah who if uh, you know the loyal beers to Buffalo listeners will remember <laughs> that he was identified as a potential target for the Bills at a position of need running back uh, so I'm a big fan of that draft pick. I think that his running style it vindicates you. Will be a huge compliment. Yeah, I would give the Bills. An I a am vindicated. Plus. I would give the Bills an A plus plus on that specific draft choice. Uh, it was a huge position of need because last year in the second half of the season and the playoff game, when Frank Gore came on the field, the offense took a major step back. Now we have Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, so they should be able to go back and forth. Yeah, seamlessly with no loss in production, and if one gets hurt, we still have the other. So I like that pick because he will see a lot of playing time this year. Everyone else, other than Epinesa, will probably get like forty percent of the snaps. Yeah, but everyone else beyond Moss will be a backup, if that. Maybe you know some receivers get in on four or five wide receiver sets, but Zach Moss will contribute his rookie year. And we always talk about the rookies. Um, rookie running backs specifically with the value in the later rounds. I mean, most of those guys are going to be not most of them, but they have the potential to do really well. And I think that's a great pick for the bills. I, I'm yep. very, very excited after, you know, listening to you talk about it and see it happen. 
on the uh, the television with Mr. Goodell there. Oh man, what what a great what a great draft. Uh, Splish, how did you feel about the just the overall draft process this year? Uh, I loved the uh, you know the the looks that you got in into the personal lives of uh, the people. You know the Cliff Kingsbury to the Mike Vrabels. Oh, you know, Mr. I thought Spieler it was girl man. So good, dude. I, it was it was awesome, and I, I think a lot of people uh, actually sort of enjoyed it. Uh, on the other side, the guys doing all the work were like, "Oh, it was kind of nice. I was at home, I, you know." Instead, of, usually that's the most that you're away. But I, I thought it was a, a novel. Uh, uh, maybe they'll keep 100 percent of what it was, but I, I think you know, silver lining here, we'll get some good uh, good ideas. It was cool to see everybody at home, you know, linked yeah. up video uh but you know i gotta I, I agree with fab my my favorite pick not often measured metric here but uh a kicker are we, we say, drafted a kicker in the six and his name is tyler bass like in the you know social media hashtag era that we live in like are you yeah. kidding me bass kicker let's kick some bass. it just yeah. i i hope he does well and, and we do we do good we you know start a little like uh <laughs> hashtag program or whatever t-shirt logo type stuff just much a lot of uh potential there with with that name does he look good in shorts like like josh allen i don't know but he can apparently kick a ball a quarter mile yeah um, uh, according to reports downwind i guess is is downwind is. Uh, you know we'll, we'll see uh yeah as many camps start yeah, man. Maybe the girls will be all over them. We could start hashtag ask for bass and you know get all the hot chicks, <laughs> get them hooked up. Slide uh, the don't, don't give Bill's Mafia any ideas. That'll end up on a poster real quick in the stands. <laughs> Speaking of Bill's Mafia, maybe you guys haven't seen this today, but the gender reveal with the guy throwing his baby through a cake. Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys? Was that? Yeah. Was that? Not. Uh, was that a little too far? You know, a little bit. I, I like it when they gently like place the yeah. baby through the table. You know, you can still break the table and all that, but that was a toss. You know, it was. Oh yeah. <laughs> Jeez, I I did not see that knee jerk reaction though. Uh, on the lower end of the impressed yeah. spectrum. I feel like, you know, the Bills Mafia has a really good name, as good as it can be right now with all the shenanigans, but stuff like that might kind of uh, turn the local, the, the the casual fan off towards some of the shenanigans, you know? I, I think the Mafia is, is uh, in general, you know, uh, remember when we donated all that money to Andy Dalton's foundation uh, yeah. after yeah. Uh, the fourth down beating the Ravens, which allowed Bills to get a playoff for the first time in 17 years. So, you know, overall, but we definitely ha have some envelope pushers, if you will. We're exploring the whole, uh, the yeah. whole space. Uh, we've got people working on a lot of different angles. And, uh, you know, some don't pan out. Uh, I mean, but most no progress do. without you pushing know. the envelope, right? You can't exactly. Uh, yeah, you can't grow <laughs> without doing that. Did you guys see the yes. Stefan Diggs workout video? I think it was uh, maybe a month On ago. the treadmill? Yeah. Yeah. That's got to excite you, right? I am excited. I like wish physically. that there were also videos of him like running routes in Orchard Park, New York, and catching balls from Josh Allen right now. But yeah, as long as we can get into training camp on time, I think they'll be able to work it out. Yeah, you got to take what you can get. But that that was pretty sweet. That thing, uh, it, he was moving. But when I see a video like that, I I see a player that's motivated. 
you know, that's, you know, it's like a subconscious thing for me. I get, I get pumped up cause he's running fast, but I know he's fucking pissed and he wants to send a statement and he wants this year to count. And, you know, you see Josh Allen, I, they're going to be socially distancing, throwing balls, you know, 50 million miles in the stadium. It's going to be fucking out of control. I think it's going to be awesome this year. Sure. Hope so. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh, I love, I love the, the player, the type that we go for in addition to, you know, the skills based, you know, metrics, just that, that like drive We're we're pretty good at getting dudes that want to be good and aren't satisfied with where they're at. Like Stefan Diggs is awesome. He, he doesn't have anything to prove. He doesn't need to, he could just chill and probably make a lot of money in the league, but he's yeah. not that type of dude. He's like, Nope, I'm still going to be top, top echelon of players. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like it. I like yeah. the attitude, the hunger. Yeah, Absolutely. and John McDermott, the head coach, he did a conference call with media this week, and he had a quote that kind of backs up that point. He said that he really thinks that a lot of the players, they come to Buffalo to become the best version of themselves. And we've seen that with the initial free agents that they signed, uh, who were guys who were just role players on their previous team, Micah Hyde and Jordan Boyer, and now they're arguably the best starting safety duo in the NFL. Uh, Jordan Phillips was cut by the Dolphins and then came to Buffalo and had a nine and a half or nine sack season uh, and then signed a big free agent contract. And hopefully Stephon Diggs can elevate his game too. There were free agents this year who were excited about going to Buffalo because of the team and the talent, the fact that they were a playoff team, which is very unusual. We're used to hearing about, oh, well, it's hard to get anybody to come to Buffalo because nobody wants to live there. Yeah, huge 180. Remember last offseason, it was uh, Antonio. The story was like, oh, Antonio Brown says that he would never go to Buffalo. You know, thank goodness for multiple reasons that didn't happen. And, you know, uh, Bill is counting $4 million against the Patriots cap this year. I love it. uh, Couldn't happen to a better team, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I think was was, uh, Coach McDermott there. He's talking about Josh Norman, right? Uh, The – cornerback redskin panthers then redskins then is sort of what he was like hey dude he's gonna fit into our scheme talking about uh you know sort of draft worthy acquisition uh, this time of year type stuff yeah uh fab real quick do you have a a misconnection from the greater buffalo area one one great one for this week let me look and see all right uh how how was your beer there splish I got to tell you, <laughs> I gotta oh, listen. it was, it was, you have no choice. We, uh, it was fantastic. It's actually, I'm, I'm looking at the, like, that's it. So we're, we oh. can see each other. You guys can't see us, but, yeah. uh, uh, just trust me, listeners and not, uh, seers. It's, I'm, I'm about to go get another one. That's how good it was. Where would you drink this beer? Nor- like if you, it, it, a meal? Is this on the beach? Are you uh, are you barbecuing? Are you sitting outside on a lazy Sunday? When when would you pick to drink this beer? So this is like super juicy, mm. uh, man. Uh, it's not a like hot summer sun beach beer, yeah. but I think it's a nice evening uh, beverage. You know, maybe like while you're grilling, yeah. uh, getting ready, uh, getting your 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 taste buds uh, flowing. Sorry, I just got a weird pop up. 
Yeah, that one. Zoom meeting continued past the 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, shit, are we getting cut off? Uh, no, man, I love it. I love it. I, you know, when I'm, I think we talked about this maybe on the last podcast. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, but game day beers, I want a little bit lower alcohol by volume. So, because I'm a guy that needs a beer in my hand almost at all. Right. And, I, you know, I have the that habit of taking a sip every so often. I can't drink an IPA for 12 hours. I just can't do that. I mean, I could yeah. try, but I'll be sleeping involuntarily later. Uh, I, so, I'm with you. There's yeah. like a, you know, oral or some sort of tick that I have. I got to have a fairly full cold beverage, yes. which is kind of what gets me in trouble when you transition to, uh, you know, like, let's say you're going to drink bourbon. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'll drink yep. bourbon, but I have a rate that I, that There's I rate. apparently, you know, and yep. I, and that rate unfortunately doesn't change depending on, uh, what, what I'm drinking. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, the brown water kind of gets you into trouble there. Uh, yeah. If you're going to be drinking it, like it's a CL smooth or whatever. <laughs> CL smooth. No, so I, I love the IPA, but uh, I would say it's a game day beer. This is so good. This hazy. I'm, I'm a huge fan of it, but I, I think more or less it's like I'm enjoying with a meal. Same thing with the barbecue for me. If I'm barbecuing, I'm drinking beer at an extremely fast rate, extremely fast rate. And uh, this, this would put me in a bad spot where I'm either destroying the, you know, the steak or I'm undercooking the chicken or something. So it's probably not, it's best that I don't drink this, you know, uh when i'm cooking so fab how about how was your beer it was good uh it's relatively light it kind of opens like a traditional light lager bud light sort of deal and then it's got a little bit of taste not too hoppy not too strong but i think you could definitely put a few back while watching a buffalo bills or other nfl team game i mean why would you watch any other game oh betting perhaps well i mean yeah the bills only play once a week and there's there's like a bye week yeah. So maybe scout the next week's, you know, the team you're playing next week. But I am on the same page as a slush. It's like, you know, good play for your team happens. You take a sip. Yep. Add play happens. You take a sip. You so take a sip. Yep. Either way, you're constantly drinking and it adds up quick if it's a uh, high ABV. Yeah. You got yeah, to I like how, how Buffalo sort of settled on a Labatt as a, uh, you know, yeah. that's a, that's a great game day beer. I love a Labatt. Uh, drink them by the bucket bucket. delicious man fab you got uh you got a misconnection for us i do this uh this title jumped out at me from buffalo new york five motorcycles one girl i was at the south end marina near the small boat harbor you and your friends were at a picnic table when i walked by to my red car you guys did some backflips and seemed to be checking me out then you went off to the abandoned building. I was on my blanket when you returned and definitely should have given you my number. You waved when you left. If interested, email me what you told me to do if the cops showed up. I love the, uh, the, the trend of, uh, like, are there f- fake spammers that reply to these things? Oh, yeah. People, oh, yeah. people got to be like, tell me what I said. Also, noticing somebody checking you out mid backflip that's uh, attention to detail that's slow motion motion picture universal you know movie that's that's amazing <laughs> yeah five mo- so it's got to be a dirt bike right i mean you're maybe. not flipping a backflip in a harley at a warehouse no. <laughs> at the abandoned yeah, warehouse sport bikes or something and maybe when instead of backflips maybe she's talking pop wheelies i don't know but oh 
That's true. I mean, I guess if you're... I just, I like to imagine that these guys all rode off on their motorcycles to some abandoned warehouse and then were like, you know, Tokyo drifting in the shop, the abandoned shop floor, just going back and forth, <sighs> dodging homeless people left and right, and then returned. <laughs> and she's hey, if just the cops show up, like yeah. blank, you know, <laughs> tell them this didn't happen. Yeah. If the cops show up, give them these donuts. <laughs> Shit works. <laughs> oh my god that one's glorious i didn't know there was a big uh motorcycle contingent in the new york you know the buffalo area there a little bit of everything yeah it's some tokyo yeah. some buffalo yeah, we've got the the mafia is like i said invested uh extremely diverse yeah. portfolio They're diversifying you know? yeah <laughs> yeah got a wide wide reach for fans i like it. Yeah. i mean if you're going to get people you got to go in all different directions no discrimination everybody is welcome you know that's good that's good until you maybe throw your baby maybe maybe no baby throwing check but, out the uh, video uh maybe we'll get we're gonna get a social media uh twitter set up this week but uh at uh, beers to buffalo let us know if you guys for or against don't really give a shit if it's not a big deal let us know because like i don't know like it may be borderline for me but i didn't really give a shit i don't know like but some people were not too pleased in the you know the sports center whoever put it up we're not too pleased uh, with with said individual, and I think I think the tag was he forgot to actually do the gender reveal. I think he just threw the baby through the cake and it was like color. <laughs> yeah, I didn't After see all that. Yeah, I was looking for a poof of like blue yeah. powder or something, and I didn't see it. So I'm like, yeah. what? What's the gender of the baby? And was the gender for someone who was pregnant, or was like the gender being revealed of that child? It's like, well, it's I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand if the child was there. Uh, what's the gender? Yeah, this is a very confusing situation. Very confusing. Let's get to the bottom of this. Add us at uh, three beer or beers to Buffalo. Excuse me. Add us at beers to Buffalo. Let us know what you guys think. And uh, thanks for joining me, guys. Same time next week. I like it. See you, buddy. Thanks for having us. Yeah, man.